recording. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassier-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Karen with us. Hiya, Karen. Hi, John. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really, really thrilled to be here. And you've just been telling me all about the, the kind of philosophy behind mindset, um, mastermind growth. And I, I think it's just a brilliant thing to be highlighting local businesses. So thank you. Oh, no, pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you for joining us. So tell us a bit about your business, Karen. So I'm a business coach predominantly for solo business owners. And the reason I particularly focus there is because when I started my business, there were so many challenges with the fact that as a solo business owner, you are doing all the things. And it becomes really, really difficult. There's so much information out there and you're just wanting to share your expertise with the world. And suddenly you've got this business to run. And I found that transition really, really challenging. And then I was really lucky to uh, meet a fabulous business coach called Ian Dixon. And he said to me, you should business coach because I wasn't loving the business that I first started. And he said, you're great at this. You should business coach. And, and he helped me to make the transition. So I, that's, that's really where my focus is, is solo business owners and helping them to just make it a little bit easier to run a business on your own. All right. Fabulous. So. I think you give us some clues of how you got started there. Uh, I sense there's a bit more of a story. (laughs) There's a lot lot more of a story. So I've had quite a varied career. And I says one of the things I I really love about what I do is always saying to people to never be afraid of when or where you're starting. Because I started off at 16 doing clerking. You know, I, I, I couldn't bear the thought of going to college. But I really wanted to be a teacher. And actually, eventually managed to get to university. Then I became a teacher, but I missed corporate life and I, I found that teaching wasn't quite what I wanted. So I went back into corporate life as, as a director and, and grew a business. But I also found that growing that business and working with quite a challenging business owner um, it was quite a tricky environment and I wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't loving it. And to the point where really it was starting to impact my mental health and I knew that it was time to make a change. And I, I really didn't want to go and work for somebody else. I'd been quite burnt by working with this, this business owner. And I thought I'd, I'd really like to do something for myself. And I love teaching, so I decided I wanted to start a training business that would help corporates to have smoother running and better communication within their teams. So leadership and team development. And I'd done a bit of that in consultancy um, before I became a teacher. So I thought this would be perfect. I'm going to love just helping people transform these problem teams into, you know, really amazing places to work. And I I didn't love it. (laughs) I got 18 months. I got 18 months in and I really found it tough. I, it was just going in, having come out of quite a toxic working environment and my own mental health not being really where I needed to be. I'd been diagnosed with depression just before I started my business. So it wasn't like, you know, the most promising of starts. <laughs> and I, uh, so I got to 18 months in and thought, this isn't working. I do not love this. And that's when Ian started to talk to me about 
you know, some of my experience and, and where, where my kind of niche, my sweet spot was. And he got me into business coaching and, and helped me to make that transition. And I've, so I've been doing that for four years now. Wow. So quite a journey there. I think there's a lot of people who either were thinking about going from corporate to setting up and running their own business um, yeah. or have actually made that leap. And yep. the surprise about how much you have to do. Yes. So, Absolutely. So any tips or ideas I to help? Think, yeah, I think one of the things is don't leap too soon because I started my business as a sort of as a bit of a life raft. I I I had, didn't really understand or know what it would take to really get my first clients and get it off the ground. And I didn't have enough of a financial buffer to, to see that through. So if you're thinking about leaving corporate, I strongly recommend that you try and do all of the stuff to get your business market ready while you're being paid by somebody else. So, you know, think about who you want to serve, what type of business you want to create, um, Work out what that niche is, what their problem is, how you can solve that problem. Create your website. Do all of the stuff that you need to do to get market ready before you leave. Because one, you're being paid by somebody else. And two, when you leave corporate, you're ready to really fly. The other thing I would say is you've got to have a financial buffer or a way of cash flowing yourself in those early months. And it's surprising how long it takes to really start to get a business growing, you know, from a coaching consultancy point of view to get known and to build up a solid base. You're probably looking at 12 to 18 months, which is a lot longer than people think. And they don't have a way of cash flowing that. And then they're desperate and desperation and sales don't go together. It's not a good look. And so I, I, those would be my things. Get everything ready before you start because you can also start to work with some people. If you can go down to four days a week and maybe just start to work with some people on that other day, you might do it at a very low cost or even for free to build up some testimonials, to um, understand whether this is really something that you love doing and whether you found a problem that really needs solving before you make the leap yes. and, and that those would be my areas of of um uh advice really because i i just think people make the leap too quickly and because they believe the world needs their thing they haven't really done the research to make sure that the world wants their thing <laughs> absolutely the the other thing you touched upon and I haven't asked permission to talk about this, so you can say, no, don't, don't want to go there, is that uh, you suffer from depression. And I think um, yeah. that can happen in all areas of life, uh, yeah. especially if you run a business. It can be quite lonely, even if you hire lots of people. Is there yeah. any ideas of how to cope and some directions around that? So I would definitely say to somebody, depression and anxiety are no reason not to have a business. It's, it, don't let it stop you. If, if you have depression or anxiety, you can still run a business really successfully. But make sure that you remember that it might look a bit different to the way that other business owners run their businesses. So one of the things that I find even now, I'm really careful about managing my mental health. And you have to find what works for you in terms of managing your mental health and keeping yourself healthy. And very often that means shifting your working hours or, you know, making space in your day for 
a nap. You know, a lot of people with depression need a bit more sleep. Don't don't feel bad about that. And don't let comparison with other people make you feel that you're less of a business owner because you're doing things differently. Now, if you have less time to spend on your business, you might your growth might be a bit slower, but you're healthier. And that means it's got longevity. So always um, make sure that you're looking after your mental health first. And I think there are some key things that enable you to do that. One is to make sure that you have a good productivity system so you feel in control and that you're not just randomly doing lots of things all over the place, that you, you really think about what makes you productive and look after yourself first. Self-care is your number one priority. So nutrition, hydration, sleep, exercise. We all know we should be doing it, but if you're conscious that you need to manage your mental health, then as a, as a business owner, you must make those things a priority. And you must make sure that right from the beginning, you are planning in downtime that keeps you healthy. Because if you fall over, your business isn't making money. And the quickest way to raise anxiety and make depression worse is to have the worry of money. And that in my first 18 months, um, as I sort of alluded to earlier, I wasn't really making enough money. I was a single mum. I had a mortgage. It was so much stress in an already difficult environment that, you know, I had I was really clawing my way through and, and there are better ways. But self-care, number one, and make sure that your business is operating in a way that puts you in control. You are running the business. It's not running you. Yeah, and I think that there's some really good tips there, especially the sleep one, because that sleep is often mm. the first thing that goes. Yeah, it is. And if you're struggling with sleep, get help. Get help. For, there's lots of free stuff out there, but don't just carry on trying to kind of, you know, live with in a sleep-deprived state because it, it will just increase the problem. And so the, the first thing as well is get help and don't be afraid to talk about it. You know, I'm very open about talking about depression and anxiety and my experience with it because for, for solo business owners, any entrepreneur, actually, the stress of running a business, even if you have never had any mental health issue, the stress of running a business could easily put you there. And you mentioned the loneliness and so true. Um, because even if you've got a team, you have to be the business owner. You have to be the one leading that team. And they're looking at you for answers and for decisions. And that's great when it's going well, but when it's not, you know, don't be afraid to talk to people is what I would say. There's, there is, the more we talk about it, the less shame there is around it. And, and I think if you own it and you're bold about it, then, you know, people, people will be, will think you're being brave, which, I'd rather they weren't thinking that we're being brave. We wouldn't be brave if we were talking about our broken leg or our flu, but we're still, we're not quite there yet, but, but, you know, be bold about it. Yeah. I think it's getting more acceptable to talk about uh, mental health issues in, yeah, in the workplace. Definitely. So it is, it is. And, and what a, that's so great, actually. It's, it's some good work that's been done by lots of people, but um, you know, the, the more of us that talk about it without shame, the better. Yes, absolutely. So thank you for sharing your story and a bit of background and those valuable tips. And if there's somebody listening to this, then they would like to contact you to see whether uh, your coaching is right for them or maybe even just talk about 
something to do with the mental health, if, if that's okay? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you can find me on Facebook at, at Karen Murray Coaching, and my website is karenmurray.biz, and you can contact me um, through either of those places. Excellent. I will put that on the website so they can link to you straight away. Brilliant. I would, I'd love to be in touch with anybody that needs either of those sorts of help, um, particularly with mental health. I'm you know, very open to having conversations there that for anybody that could just do with a little lift. Thank you ever so much. Thank you so much, John. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you and, and my first guest podcast. Um, so I'm, I'm, it's lovely. Excellent. We're on it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank so if you know of anybody else any business owners i'd like to share their stories their insights their journey please have them contact me and until next time we'll see you then the federation of small businesses with practical help for business owners such as 24-hour unlimited legal advice speak to a barrister or solicitor any time of day any questions contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk